and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Emmaus Athletic Podcast in the nest. I'm your co-host, Shane Douglas, here with um, a fellow Swifty, Matthew Thompson. <laughs> Matt, Shane, we're back. Matt's a, just found out before we start recording that Matt is a massive Swifty. Huge Taylor Swift fan over here to my left. <laughs> you don't know what to say. That's, that's awesome. Whatever. Not really. I like her older stuff, but you're. That's not where you're saying earlier. You're cool. You're oh, singing okay. her. You're you're dancing. But so uh, if you see Matt, for those uh, wondering, the only comment I made was Shane has this whiteboard, and I said, "Oh, that's like from the Love Story music video." And now I'm guessing he's a Swifty, a bigger Swifty than Megan and Becca combined. So yeah, right. the, those are uh, some coworkers. Megan is a assistant volleyball, volleyball coach, coach and um they love taylor swift just like matt um you can't believe you spent like two grand on a taylor swift concert ticket no i'm not coach rasmussen's okay. sister my bad yeah oh wow yeah. <laughs> uh with that said um i do like taylor swift's uh new album it's all right was it midnight something i don't know um i lavender sure. i don't know <laughs> i do enjoy taylor swift sometimes but i'm not a swifty i'll tell you that much um, I would spend like a lot of money on a football ticket, like going to an NFL football game. I mean, I feel like going, I mean, obviously everyone's different, but going to a professional sports game, I'd rather spend a lot of money on you're than a going fan. to a concert. You'd spend more money on a concert? No. See, that's the thing game. is that there's people who would spend more money on a concert. Well, I've never been to a football so game. Here's, so here's the question I like to ask is like, is. would you spend $500 on a Cowboys ticket? No. It's a lot of money. Okay, 400, 400, 300. It's a lot of money. Okay, 300. <laughs> no. <laughs> I will, okay, I'll, I'll use me. I would spend $500 on a Chargers ticket, even though we had a terrible game Sunday. <laughs> oh, I don't want to talk about it. You guys, Cowboys blew out uh, the Giants, that's for sure. Uh, but I, I like to, like, level the fanhood. I guess no offense to you, Cowboys, <laughs> but, um, I mean, I guess you guys have, like, had no hope in the past, like, 20 decades. But, um yeah, oh, you're a Cowboys fan too, Will. Um, either way, <laughs> man, I'm surrounded. Uh, I would spend money on a Chargers ticket, and that makes me uh, uh, a huge fan. Well, I would not for a Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. So that does not that doesn't make that doesn't make me. So that makes if me I not a Swifty. I'm not kids, a Swifty. I probably would, but since uh, um, fair. I have a family. That's fair. I have no responsibility. I feel, more, I feel very guilty about doing that. <laughs> I get that. I get that. You you have responsibility. Um, you have a wife that will kill. But I want to sure, but. Nah. I like that. See, there you go. There's that's what I wanted. But for Taylor Swift, <laughs> it's different. It's like the you have to you ask the twi- Swifties, would you spend the X money? They're like yes, whatever 100%. it takes. Exactly, whatever it takes. I know someone that took a loan out. Oh, moving on. Uh, speaking of the NFL, we'll have to talk to Will about editing this part out. Maybe I don't know. But <laughs> speaking of the NFL, uh, you mentioned before we got in here, oh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers that sucks. Carrying his Achilles. That sucks. Four snaps into the game for yesterday. you sports. Yeah, for you sports fans, Aaron Rodgers uh, just recently was traded from the Green Bay Packers, his uh, the team that drafted him, to the New York Jets this offseason. Um, I watched Hard Knocks. Oh. Uh, they were huge in the media. Everyone was uh, covering them, and they honestly looked good. A lot of expectations for that Jets team. I mean, when have you seen an injury for someone that's was going to another team that had so much hype and then just like exactly like they were people were going as far as saying Jets to the Super Bowl. Honestly, and I now could, it's like yeah, 
they might not win a game now because of it. Yeah, I think they would have made a playoff run for sure. But you look at the uh, their division. Well, too, much, the, too much in the, depth in the AFC. I know, especially in their division in the East mm-hmm. with uh, the uh, the Bills and the Even Dolphins. They beat them in overtime. <laughs> I know. Uh, the, the Bills did not look good at all. It was really poor. Honestly, there's a lot of teams that looked terrible this season. I mean, this the first, first week. I mean, it is week one, but also it was week one. and Yeah. Some people, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I honestly think the I am a little biased, or you guess, I don't think I'm as biased as you would think because I'm a Chargers fan, but I think the Dolphins <laughs> are extremely overrated. I will say that. Really? Our defense was, we didn't have a defense out there. Literally, it was just Tyreek lobbing it to. I mean, it's uh, what, 210? All the Dolphins yards. do are run slants. That's literally all they have to do with Tyreek Hill. He's the fastest receiver in the league. He, he runs a slant, can't cover him, especially if you're playing man, and the Chargers were. Um, they were fools uh, just playing man against him. So I'll just say that. Uh, with, uh, with that said, sucks for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the Jets will now, within the trade package, they'll send a second-round pick. Because Rodgers had to play over 70% of yes. the Jets' snaps for the Packers to get a first-round pick. Yep. So now Jets save a first-round pick, but also most likely um, I mean, lose I out mean, on the season. Achilles t- rupture. They said it was a full Achilles tear. Sucks. Rupture. And that, that is the hardest injury to come back from. Mm. And what, A-Rodge is 39? Yeah. 38? No, he's 39. He's 39 and like... Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I would, yeah, that might that could be his career ending injury. It could be. But, that would really But also, suck. I mean, Kobe tore it yeah, for his Achilles later on in his career and he came back, so... And, and the medical field, uh, uh, medicine and everything uh, has gotten better over the years, yeah, so... so. Um, but with that said, uh, with Emea Sports, we haven't had a lot yeah, of... back to why we're actually here. Exactly. And like <laughs> a lot of you don't care about the Packers, don't care about the Jets, and definitely don't care well, about Aaron Rodgers. I don't care about the, the Packers, but... I, I, don't, I could care Ooh, less I'm about... Get stoned you know, now, but, other, you know. I mean, I don't... I don't like the Packers either. <laughs> I honestly didn't have... I didn't like the Packers when I was a kid because they beat my Pee Wee football team in the championship, <laughs> the Super Bowl. And I'm like, I hate the Packers now. Then, whatever. Got to Emmaus... Tons of Packers fans that didn't time. know anything about football, but always would talk smack. And I'm like, <laughs> so didn't like the Packers. Anyways, moving on from the NFL and uh, professional sports that don't matter here in this room that we are recording into you listeners. Uh, not, no injuries uh, uh, or not, nothing too serious uh, for this season, which is great for the Emmaus Athletics, which is also uncharacteristic as we've had a lot of injuries in the past. Praise the Lord for um, our trainer, Mrs. Iverson, yes. and our strength and conditioning coach, Coach Richter. Uh, yeah, we I love Mrs. Iverson. She is awesome. She actually is uh, my MVP of uh, this past. Uh, we weren't going to get into this. She is my Eagle Impact uh, Performer of the Week because if you saw her out there on the soccer field, oh, my gosh, every second, every minute she was running out there fixing someone on Crown or Emmaus, mostly Crown, because they were – I mean, they were dropping. That game was so physical. It was. But we'll get to that. That was actually an insane game. And we might as well talk about it now. Let's highlight it. Let's talk about soccer. We played the Crown College, the number two team in the country. And Shane, what happened? We lost four to three. We lost by one goal to the number two team in the nation. Yes. Dang. And so I will. There's there's a couple points I have to take away from this game, of course. And um, one of them, yes, that first point that you just made, we lost by one goal. A loss. One is, goal. Loss is a loss, no matter what. Like you're, if you're a, a soccer player coming off that field, and I I can speak for these guys, none of them were happy. None of them were. Why would you, you be hate happy? To lose. You lost. Like 
yeah, you can you can sit there all day or huddle up and say, hey, we lost by one to the number two team. You still lost. Right. And it sucks. And I'm not trying to, like, throw shade or anything. But Crown, at the same time. Yeah, I mean, you watched the game, and no offense to our guys, and what I said prior, but you, there was definitely a skill gap. Well, like we said last week in the podcast, look, this game was going to really be a self-reflection exactly. of where we were and where we need to be to. And, and that's, the encur- that's one of the encouraging things is seeing that what I thought and maybe some other people thought as well that there is a larger gap between where we are now, where we need to be to be, be competing on a national skill uh, level, not as far as I thought, which is super encouraging. Super encouraging to you boys out there um, or to uh, you listeners, uh, sons or friends. Like they, The team is good. The team is uh, better than we thought. Better, uh, And especially yeah. coming, like responding this way from the – bad loss they had against Spurgeon last Wednesday oh, to where heartbreaking where they came heartbreaking and yeah like, like you said like it's very encouraging to see that response and only mm-hmm. losing by one goal to crown the number yeah two, like I keep saying the number two ranked team in the nation especially only having a couple of days of rest um bouncy back uh, with the, what those guys did and how they were able to uh, fight for fight through the the physical game uh the the skill of the other opponent they honestly crowned, possessed the ball more than we did. They controlled the entire game and the way our defense fought. Uh, yes, they were gassed at the end of it, uh, but uh, the coaches made some some changes, or it was might have been the captains. Um, I didn't really look into that much, but uh, they moved Josh Matt from uh, a defensive back, uh, center back, to uh, the midfield and swapped him with uh, Caleb Hunter. So I don't does that make sense? Yeah. So two people. Two, yes, it okay. does. Two players swapped, uh, and I can show you an outline later. But um, which that honestly helped a, a, uh, quite a bit. Um, well, it's Josh going back to his natural position. Yeah. Well, actually, so Josh's Josh's natural position the ten, but he was playing yeah. the eight. So Josh's natural position is uh, defense. Um, before Mayus, Addy Mayus, it has been uh, the midfield. One of our best. It's true. But. Like like we were saying, encouraging, um, uh, encouraging game, um, uh, through it all of just not of knowing how far we are away from competing on that uh, level of national play. And it was really good for them to know, like like you said earlier, like the physicality of this game. Yeah. Oh my word! Like what? There were five yellow cards and, and a red card handed yes. out. Like it was like it's good reminder of like to be the best of the best. We have to be the more physical team. Like not like. Um, bad physical, like where we're just out of control, yeah, knocking people over, but like fighting for ball, loose balls, mm-hmm. or the 50 50s, or yeah, we don't go for the 50 50s much, which is uh, something I, I already know the, the, the players, the coaches have uh, been preaching on, uh, but exactly what you said there, uh, yeah, there is uh, it was a very physical game. I believe we only had two yellow cards, they had three yellow cards, and there was a red card given, and this is where. I don't, I don't want to get negative, but this is a negative aspect of the scoreline. You look at the score, like you said mm-hmm. at the beginning, we lost by one. We scored three goals. Three, I mean, two of the three goals were PKs. Yeah. Also, three of their four goals were scored with 10 players on the field. Yep, because when you get a red card, you're down a player for the rest of the game. Crown played majority of that match with 10 players. Starting goalie out because uh, he he uh, kicked Christian's legs out. Uh, didn't not seem intentional. Uh, just playing the game. Well, I, so. I heard what it was is because it was one on one. So it's kind of like in basketball. There's like the the open, like basically the open 
field foul where if it's if it's you and a defender and the offensive player is ahead of you and you foul them, it's a technical foul. You get a free throw and then the ball back. Yeah. I was talking to Coach Rasmus and he said because it was one on one and Christian was a little bit ahead of the goalie and the goalie tripped him, it's an automatic red card for anyone. Yeah. So, so it's like it sucks because we don't have film from the game because yeah. uh, the internet went down and the power went down all at the same time. For <laughs> was, and oh. we, we didn't have an issue last year. And I'm a, I apologize to all you you viewers. Um, I know don't know what I, happened. I know Tucker's parents were watching. Um, I know Josh Matt's family uh, were having a a, a watch party. Yeah. So we apologize. Uh, that is a. A mistake on our part. We have a couple more weeks to. We'll have the athletic department exactly. and the IT department figure it out. Yeah, so. things will be uh, situated. If it's next game or a game after that, we will get it. Next game. Uh, that's your guarantee. That's sure. Write that down. My guarantee. Matt's guarantee. <laughs> shouldn't be a guarantee. But Here are my guarantees. Shane is one to know. One to know. Guarantees this and year. And Matt just had a guarantee. We'll we'll give him a whiteboard. <laughs> we'll give uh, another guarantee to share later, but of. Uh, <laughs> And if it goes through that, there's no uh, IT problems within the next soccer game. But uh, with that said, yes. So Christian was uh, running on the left side of the field in the goalie box, just entered. As he entered it, he kicked the ball a little ahead of himself. He got past the defenders. Uh, the goalie was out, and uh, goalie cut him off. Mm-hmm. So Christian's running here. Goalie cut him off here. And kicked uh, his kicked, leg out. Kicked his leg out. Uh, and um, Got a red card. Got, got a red card. Um and Christian scored on a PK, and then he scored on the second PK. Uh, that was later in the second half that uh, tied the game. Um, yeah, so uh, it was. Uh, but it was, we had our, we had an opportunity with what three minutes to go, yeah. where Edwin had a beautiful shot that was over the goalkeeper's outstretched arms, but it hit the crossbar. And bounce back into play. Edwin, uh, uh, one oh. of the, the freshmen, new freshmen coming in, who uh, has been a, a, a impact, a great, a, a positive impact for the team, especially the midfield. Um, who uh, we're looking, um, I'm looking forward to, to a future with, with him here. Back yes, with and, b- both him, his brother Carlos is here. So seeing Carlos and Edwin brothers out there yes. soon will be super exciting. And, and that's why I was like kind of get into within uh, the talking about Aaron Rodgers' injury and Carlos's injury, mm-hmm. and he he's coming back soon. He I have a calendar in my uh, cubicle upstairs, uh, and uh, he, I have a little. Uh, Carlos came in there and he wrote down on the, the, uh, the date. He said, Carlos returns, you know, so expecting him within, uh, not this week, but the week after, so the last weekend of September, Carlos, uh, will most likely come back. It would be awesome. He'll have uh, limited time playing, but, uh, it's going to be great for sure. All in all, um, a good game against crown, uh, crown, good attitudes, uh, uh, for sure. I don't know. You know, uh, most of the I didn't know what they were saying on the field. Um, I'm not a player, so uh, uh, but I do know that after the game, they were they were very nice and uh, kind to to us uh, um, around Pollard Fieldhouse as well as around the the field. So and That's the coaches good. know each other, as uh, I believe the well, coach McHugh. Yeah, the Crown coach was Coach McHugh's assistant coach. And then the Crown assistant coach was Coach McHugh's player. Yep, I remember when he, they were all at Moody. Yep, so. Connections there. They mm-hmm. had a nice little picture that they took. That's uh, all that within some of, with, with some of the coaches. So, but uh, all in all, it was a good good matchup uh, with Crown. Love to continue to see uh, where they go this season as uh, they're going to make a national. I mean, run. They were the regional champions last year. Yeah. So. so they're not in our region anymore. Nope. So we won't see them probably the rest of the season unless we make it to nationals. 
Uh, but, uh, yep, so good luck to Crown in their national run this year as uh, they try to um, most likely play Pensacola um, as they're the top dogs right now in our NCAA Division II. With that said, the host of the national yeah. tournament. With that said, we talked about soccer a lot. Yeah, let me take a quick look at some stats before we move on to other sports. But with the 3-4 loss, Christian had two goals, and John Choima had a, a goal. That was a beautiful, beautiful cross assist from, from Edwin. Cross from Edwin. We were talking about the podcast at that time, and we we saw the <laughs> momentum shifting, and we all we looked, and then within the next like five seconds, saw the cross, saw John which right, is wide open. Edwin's oh. third assist off, or it's I think it's our third Goal off a corner kick is nice. And then Tucker, if you look at the stat line, you would see that crown had like 28 shots and we had like six shots and you're wow. like, Oh yeah, the score is three to four. Wow. Cause Tucker, we have Tucker Capus mm-hmm. and he had 13 saves, which is his career high through three games, which is a lot. Yeah. Um, I also want to look at some top 10 rankings in the nation real quick. So Christian, I think this is amazing. Christian is ranked Fifth in the nation in shots on in shots. Okay. So he's taken 13 Fifth. shots. But he's ranked first in shots on goal with 11 and first with goals. Six. In less so games. So Christian is average. Well, he's number one overall. Yeah. But also he has played less yeah, games played than less, most Number two has played three games and has five goals. Number th- three has played five games and has four goals. So right now Christian is averaging a goal every other shot. Dang. That's crazy, actually. So Christian has six goals in three wow. games, and that right now is the most since Mason McCarl in 2018. Look at you, scored stat guy. Six in three games. Mason McCarl, shout out to Mason. He had a hat trick, a brace, and a, uh, a single against goal. Ozark. And then uh, he scored all th- the hat trick was against uh, Nebraska Christian. No, uh, Lincoln Christian. For Mason? Mason. And so then. Um, he, he had four goals against Ozark and. Oh, this is 2018. This is 2018. Okay. Yeah. And then, so, but Christian's averaging a brace this year. So two against Maranatha, two against um, Spurgeon, and then two against Crown. So that's super exciting. Um, Tucker right now is fourth in the nation in save percentage. He's at almost uh, 79% save percentage, but he's number one overall in saves. So he has 30 saves through three games. Wow. Which is crazy. That's nice. And then Edwin is tied for first. Oh, in the nation in assists. That's man. That is, so okay. So this is awesome. That's encouraging uh, to hear those. Yeah. So super exciting. And so that's um, <laughs> soccer for this week. That's fun. Those are uh, encouraging numbers, encouraging stat line, um, and an, an encouraging game. Looking forward to the future of our Emmaus men's soccer team. Let's look at the Emmaus women's volleyball team. Ooh, and boy, what a weekend did our Emmaus Eagles volleyball team have. Man, we Man. talked way too long about soccer. We did. Uh, it's just... They really set the. They just set the mark of like how far they are away from a national competing on a national level. They are. The volleyball had a great matchup this weekend against volleyball Spurgeon. went two and zero this weekend. Boom. Which means that they're three and one overall, which is the best start that they have had since 2019. That's also, nice. with the win against Spurgeon, they won. We'll talk about the the, the, the matches, but they won three to two against Spurgeon and then three one against Moody, and that is. Their first home victory in four years. Yeah, since November wow, 1st, 2019. Wow, Will's getting in so on this. That was super exciting. And man, that Spurgeon game, oh, that was such an amazing game. They ha- It was uh, a come from behind win. They won in five sets. They were down 2-1 going into the fourth set. And then they won the fourth set and won the fifth set. 
and oh, it was that was a fun game. It was so, I saw, so much. I fun. saw a little bit of the beginning, uh, and there's I saw the the end of the first set, uh, beginning of the second set, uh, lost the first set. We eventually won the second won the set, second which is great. You know, came back, saw them win the fourth set. That was insane. Was, that was awesome. It was. Uh, but the fifth set. Oh man, the fifth set was crazy. I think we're gonna show a couple highlights from that fifth set because yes. there were some pretty cool moments. We're gonna. I'm gonna show you this. This first highlight is they both came in the fifth set. Yes. This was our first point of the set. I remember set. this play. I was like standing <laughs> at the uh, uh, the entrance of the gym. Right, I had a friend visiting, so I was standing there with him, and we were watching this. Oh my goodness, this was like a it was jaw crazy. dropping. It was Sailor moment. Gregory comes from the middle, and she um, just gets a, a pass, and she hits the volleyball ooh. so hard that it hits the defensive <laughs> oh specialist in the face, wow. and we get the points. Let's watch that again. Like Th that's just there's the set, like look the at hit, boom! Like she hit it so hard, and she, just she couldn't there. even get her hands up. It's so cool if you look at the clip. Play it one more time. If you look at the clip. Watch Sayla after she after the best part right it. there. It hits the ball and she head nods. She's like, "What? Okay." <laughs> oh. So that was crazy. That was that Man. was our first point of um, the fifth set. And then I want to show you this next clip. Um, show all of you this next clip. This was show me, show me, Matt, show, <laughs> show me. This was uh, this was to tie it. So this was an eight volley back and forth. Um, and just watch upcoming here. Um, so they hit it back over. We dig it. Um, Brooke hits it over. Oh. And then so right here, here it is. They attack it over. Lauren sticks her arm out, digs it. Jenica jumps over, over. Lauren and Caitlin free balls wow. over. And we we get a kill off of that. Man. That's and that just, was after the ball had gone over. That's Back fun. and forth eight times. That is fun volleyball right there. That was. That's awesome. That was so fun. I'm like, I was upstairs with Rachel and... Uh, my wife talking and uh, shout out. She played one year volleyball here. Shout out to Rachel, Matt's wife. But we were like, we, like, we've never had a team, at least in the nine years that we've been a part of Emmaus Athletics, yeah. that could have done that. That's the thing is like, it I think the fact crazy. that they were able to go to the fifth set, have the confidence and then finish the game. Every girl on this team has ne never been to a fifth set. You know, and here's the thing. You know what you've been preaching since the beginning is this team needs to learn how to win. And they did. And they did. They this game. did. And that they was learned so exciting. It was awesome. And then um, they played Moody afterwards because we had Moody there as well. Mm. Every um, team had a doubleheader. Every team had a doubleheader. So Moody played Spurgeon in between us. And then we played Moody after that. Um, and we ended up winning that game three to one. Um, first set, they won like 25 to five. But then uh, they hit a little banana peel after that because I know they were just a banana peel. mentally. That's fun. And uh, physically just exhausted from yeah. that five set crazy game against Spurgeon. So they ended up losing a set to Moody, unfortunately, but um, they came back and won. So that was really encouraging. And then, so they'll play Spurgeon again next week and then Moody again in two weeks. And so that was just super exciting with that in that second game against Moody. Um, Caitlin finished with 18 kills, which is the most for a volleyball girl since 2019 crazy. when Paulina Paulina, had 20 in a three set. I like Paulina. Match. Paulina's so, a good mm -hmm. girl. She's a good person. So that was, yeah, it was, oh, it was so exciting to get that, to get a home win and just like these girls, man, they are. It's exciting. They are doing something special. And, um, then, and then, Wes. No, go ahead. I was, I was just going to, you know, highlight all the athletic teams this fall and how we look at the men's team, 
soccer and how what we just said before how they really proved where we stand with uh, the top level Mm -hmm. the volleyball team uh learning how to win but also becoming a scary team well like we said in what the first second podcast like how every fall sport the floor has been raised Mm -hmm. and it's i mean it's it's showing yeah it's showing yeah and then just to highlight cross country too which we will get to of uh what they did this last weekend Mm -hmm. was it the the stink with the b Stinging B, fighting B, fighting B, um, and that was that was a great show for uh, a lot of them. But um, all in all, it just looks really good for these uh, these young yes. core uh, teams, and especially for volleyball. Like like I said last podcast last year, and like, like really last two years, like the statistics weren't really there. But like this week, we have five girls in six different categories of the top ten. There's like they they keep That's track awesome. of eight. Um, yeah. statistical categories and we have girls in six of them. So Michelle is ninth in the nation in assists per set with 5.75. Sayla's down to number four in blocks per set. She's at about 1.13 which that'll definitely go up. Caitlin jumped up to 10th in the nation in kills per set with three. And then Jenica is seventh in digs, also 5.75. And she jumped up to top 10. I think she's eighth in aces per set. Mm. So every it's like she's averaging like 0.7 aces per set. So every three sets she gets two aces, which is really cool. So it's a lot of numbers, Matt. Yeah, a lot of numbers. I didn't really shout out uh, Coach Iverson, our math teacher, and Miss Bingham. That's your dad, man. Your <laughs> and dad, then my dad. Dad's a math guy. He was the math I'm guy. A, I'm not going to lie. Those numbers went over my head, but I know they're good. <laughs> I know those numbers are good. So that was the excitement for volleyball this week. And mm-hmm. then looking at cross country, like we talked about last week, it was the Fighting Bee Invitational down in St. Ambrose. Which, where they had which they did great last the hill. year. The hill. The hill. The they hill. Did, they did great uh, at this uh, invitation last mm-hmm. year. And this one was crazy because um, this race um, for the girls was against, it was us and Gosh. then six other colleges, universities that were NAIA. And again, for those that don't know, NAIA uh, institutions give athletic scholarships to their athletes. So our runners who are not on athletic scholarship because we don't do athletic scholarships, we're running against all athletic scholarships. And my, uh, I did my pick to cook last week was Kate Jansen and boy, did she show out this week? She finished 13th in the race. 13th out of, out of, it was like, what were the type of schools that she was racing against? Uh, an all NAIA field. So, Wow. Two levels above us, basically. That's really awesome. And she actually. finished thirteenth. Like she PR'd at twenty one forty three, so she broke her PR, and she won NCCAA Cross Country Runner of the Week for the women, girls. Women, yeah, yeah. Which was oh, super exciting. And then going to the boys, to the guys, Christian Vanderkrall, who this was his first race of the year because yep. they ran a a five k last week, which didn't count. It was which just didn't count. Warm up. But this was his first time he ever ran an 8K How did in he competition. Do? And he ran 33-36, qualified for the national race, and he also won NCCAA Men's Runner of the Week. So we had two NCCAA Runners of the Week. Cross country. Yeah, 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 yeah. Coach Girardi and they, Coach yeah. Girardi are killing it. <laughs> they just, man, they just keep doing their thing. They do. And it's awesome, and I love it. And I, I was talking to some of them afterwards. They they said the hill this time just seemed uh, 
worse than last time. Oh, man. Uh, they always seem like they're more prepared each, uh, I guess, uh, last year and then this year um, than, than the previous. But uh, just a killer. You know, they would warm up on the hills in the back. But Dubuque's a great place to warm up on hills. There's hills There's everywhere. Hills if you've everywhere. Ever, if you've ever been to Dubuque. <laughs> Is there a flat spot in Dubuque? <laughs> no, not really. I mean, you got no, it's weird. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was talking to them. They, so a lot of them honestly felt like, I feel like, most of the ones I talked to all said that they felt like they had a really poor uh, showing, mm-hmm. which does not show with especially Christian and, and Kate yeah. and Anne, Anna. So uh, it's kind of crazy that they were like, yeah, we can do better. But I, I mean, Kate, Kate and Christian <laughs> killed it and it was fantastic. I know uh, Caleb Ness was not happy with his performance. He uh, was injured, sadly, a little bit. Nothing serious, mm. but hurt his, uh, tweaked his knee a little bit. Um, but uh, I think everything is good and uh, moving forward. It's going to be tough because this is the first time, because they have a race next week, and this is the first time they've had three races in as many weeks. Oh, yeah, it's going to be tough. But I know Caleb is encouraged. He's uh, happy for his teammate Christian, but he's also (laughs) like, I can't let let that freshman beat me. (laughs) You kidding me? Uh -uh." Uh-uh. But how good uh, for Christian. That's that's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome for Christian. I'm looking forward to see how Caleb responds. You know, iron sharpens iron, baby. That's what we want, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You know that you're Swifty, so uh, <laughs> whatever. Sorry, you don't like that. Oh, you're gonna hit me after this. Uh, uh, but uh, moving on though, uh, a lot of great uh, things going on uh, this last weekend with uh, Emmaus Sports, with cross country, with uh, uh, volleyball and soccer, and uh, just it, I just want to talk about it more. I want to talk about volleyball. I want to talk about cross country more and soccer too. That's uh, why we have the podcast. I know, man. <laughs> I think we should have two shows a week. Let us know if we should have two shows a week. Also, also, um, uh, uh, shout out to the Fesslers. They're they're having like a family showing. They like all sit down and watch. They're <laughs> they're uh, texting me the other night and telling me that their whole like they got their family together in the living room. They're all watching our podcast. <laughs> you know, that's like a, it's a movie. It's, it's kind of like it's a long TV show. Commitment. Family movie night. Yeah, family in the nest podcast. Exactly night. in the nest. Right. So uh, shout out to the Fesslers. You know, all you Mary Ellen, Andy, we love you guys. Um, love you, Landon. Soon to be Fessler, maybe. Uh, <laughs> He's a Jaco- he's a Jacobus. Uh, moving on though, um, <laughs> looking ahead to next week, next so this week. upcoming week. So who are the, um, who are the who are the men's soccer team? Yes. Playing? So uh, our men's soccer team plays Manhattan on Friday. It's gonna be a tough matchup. PM. So that's big that, rivalry that's gonna game. Be, uh, honestly, that's this game is gonna set the tempo for conference. Yes, we your first conference mm-hmm. game of the year. We don't know how we really stand within our conference for soccer. Uh, volleyball too. Honestly, we've only had two conference matchups um, for for volleyball. So mm-hmm. they, this is a conference weekend for both teams. Yep. Uh, so looking forward to it. And like, so I guess volleyball is yeah, playing. Yes, so volleyball. Well, they actually have three games three. this weekend. Right. So they have they play Ozark on Friday at five, and then they have another double header at Calvary. They Oosh. play Calvary um, at eleven, and they play Spurgeon again, who oh, they just beat yeah. in five sets at one p.m. So that's going to be it's tough. Um, and, the, yeah, and then they have, so they, these next two weeks, they have three games in two days. And yeah. so it's going to show a lot of. And Calvary's ranked. Calvary's ranked fifth in the nation for volleyball. So um, Ozark's not, but they're hosting the tournament this year. They are hosting the tournament this year. So that'll be, we'll see how that goes. And then cross country, they're doing a new race this year yeah. up in Northfield, Minnesota at St. Olaf College. It's Olaf. It's going to be the St. Olaf Invitational. Olaf. Mm-hmm. So that's what they're doing this week, man. So it's going to be it's a conference weekend uh, ish, especially for volleyball and uh, soccer. 
Um, not really conference for for. I think cross this country, cross country race is like I think this is like the the big one. Cross country. I think this is like where there's going to be like a lot of hundred runners or something like that. Really yeah. for like within our like uh, in WCAA. No, just a bunch of colleges yeah. out there like D3s. So this NAIAs, this is going to really show where we stand yeah. against some of the best teams. Colleges, JUCOs. So, so. Honestly, this is a great weekend for sports to keep up uh, update updated with. Uh, so uh, watch our social media. Uh, find out uh, where the their live streams are and updates for cross country, um, because this is going to be the weekend after come Sunday. We're going to find out where uh, how good our cross country team is, mm-hmm. and all competing these are against, on the road. So yeah, yeah like competing against like top level uh, athletes. It's going to be a great uh, a couple great matchups for volleyball uh, going against Calvary, one of the best teams in the nation according to the coaches poll, and then uh, also. <laughs> But you, uh, we know, we all know how sometimes the coaches pull is, but still, though, yeah, the fact that then, they're up there, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I honestly, talking to the coaches, they don't know. They don't know how good Calvary mm-hmm. is this year. It's like you, you, you see stuff on uh, the the box score, or you hear stuff. It's like you really don't know until you play them, and right. we don't know how our team's going to match up with them with this whole new team. Yes. So interesting game for the volleyball team against Should Calvary. Be a fun game. It's going to be fun uh, with Ozark, seeing where we stand with them as well, and then another rematch with Spurgeon. Uh, that's gonna be super fun. I wonder if that will go back it's to be the re- set. revenge game for them. So. Oh yeah, but we'll be they, ready because I know you already know Spurgeon f- feels like they should have won that. Yeah, you know. So uh, we know that for a fact, actually. So we do. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see how we respond to that, mm-hmm. uh, and if we you know honestly find a corner and let them beat us, or if we we fight back. And then with soccer, I can't wait to see where we stand against because Manhattan, Manhattan is the reigning conference champions. Yes. And Manhattan, uh, like I said, a couple podcasts before, they have a lot of confidence in their team this year uh, with how they're scheduling uh, their matchups uh, going up against some of the biggest schools. So their record is nothing to look out for. Because they're playing all they're playing, top 10 teams yeah. in the nation. I mean, they played they played number one and number four and I think number three. Yeah. So I, like, what's their record at? Do you know? It's not good. I know it's, that. It's one in four. Okay. See, But all their losses are against... Top schools. Top schools. And that's what so, I'm trying to get yeah. at. The point I'm making is can't take their their uh, um, their record for uh, what, who, how good their team is. So Manhattan has always been the best team in our conference. Mm-hmm. For um, much They've sport. been the most consistent best yes. team. Every team has had their season. Mm-hmm. Manhattan has had their decades. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it's always great to see uh, Manhattan go down uh, from anybody in the conference, honestly. So looking to see, I'm, I'm excited to see where we stand. Like, like right now our volleyball girls are the only team in the conference that's taking a set off of their volleyball girls. See, Oh so, really? Yeah. So that's, that's right there. That's super yeah. awesome. Um, so I wonder where we stand. I mean, crown crown was <laughs> like the next out. level. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a lot to say, but, uh, looking forward to those matchups for sure. So we have a new little segment this week. Uh, we're not doing uh pick to click anymore. Um, just we just want to like let you guys know who these players are that we're talking about mm-hmm. who the players that we are rooting for every single player uh, that we can talk about on these teams uh, kind of the, a little introduction reintroduction yeah. the volleyball team had a if you follow our social media the volleyball team has had some posts uh that uh that show uh that highlight their players on their team mm-hmm. you know kind of shows like their major their favorite color um who they're dating their favorite bible verse just joking, a fun will. fact i'm joking will <laughs> uh but with that said it's like yeah like their bi- favorite bible verse uh so that's kind of what we want to get with it's not going to be as cute as their <laughs> posts and we're not going to guys so yeah. <laughs> now, look 
nothing's cute here. Nope. Um, there's a guy that sets this up. So if you don't like our background, talk to his name's to, Will. Yeah, Will Cunningham. He's the guy to talk to. So yeah. Um, with that said, though, uh, who is our um, what do we want to highlight player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's, yeah, who's our, our player introduction, Shane? Who we're we gonna talk about this week? Who would you gonna, like to introduce to our fans out there? So we're gonna talk about a player, um, and his name is Josiah Miller, of the. Uh, no, no drum roll. Yeah. So <laughs> Josiah Miller, he is a freshman soccer player on the Emmaus uh, soccer team. Uh, he came from Tri-State Christian, played there, and then he was... Uh, while he was homeschooled. While he was homeschooled, uh, originally from Dubuque, Iowa, uh, attends Anchor Community Church. Where his dad is an elder mm-hmm. there. I was his youth group leader for a couple of years. We thought this would be... Uh, Josiah would be a fun person to talk about since <laughs> uh, we both know him pretty well. And honestly, he was kind of... I, it, dude, it's crazy because I remember when I came to Emmaus as a freshman nine years ago, I remember meeting Josiah really? when he was 10 and just seeing I love those that 10-year-old <laughs> then to being a freshman here at Emmaus. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I'm old, but it's just like... It's just so cool to see that. That is awesome. <laughs> and I, I love that because I hear so many stories of like babysitting stories when it comes to Josiah Miller and his uh, his younger brothers. Uh, you know, Fiona Jennings uh, in the kitchen has like babysat them and so has a lot of the other staff members. Uh, so it's I, I know it's really cool for... Uh, that's one of the cool aspects of being here at Emmaus is seeing these kids that you've known for a while mm-hmm. and seeing them come through the halls as students uh, eventually. And it's really cool. Um, so... Uh, yeah, so Josiah is a great guy, great character, um, super involved in the church, uh, loves the Lord. He um, is a great, great at pl- uh, playing the guitar, super skilled at guitar. He's done a couple, what, traveling circuits yeah, he, uh, with mm-hmm. some other people or uh, guys from the assemblies and yeah. they've gone in, what, gone, gone? They've gone south all the way to Texas, uh, stopping by a bunch of uh, uh, churches. Nebraska, Kansas. Yeah, and then they went uh, They went east uh, this last summer on just like, they called it like a little tour, like a worship tour. And they just um, kind of what, go to the yeah, assemblies and play get, music and worship con- the Lord. Mm-hmm. and Get connected with the youth guys at those churches and uh, they'd uh, have worship uh, sessions in public as well as at the church and use it as evangelistic tools. So um, yeah, Josiah's got now. He just got back from Costa Rica this summer, going with the youth group, uh, serving the Lord there, did some uh, evangelism and uh, some labor projects, but uh, and yeah, he's in our aviation program. First, because first in the aviation program mm-hmm. here at Emmaus, here at Emmaus, we're excited about the three plus two uh, program with aviation. With aviation, so um, he's uh, gonna have fun with that for sure, and use that. Uh, I know I've talked to him a little bit about how he wants to use that, and he's he's still not sure, but uh, the opportunity of being able to use that to advance the gospel is something that he's uh, definitely uh, looking forward to either if that's in the mission field or if that's just using it as a mission field, uh, working for uh, other uh, corporate airlines, uh, and uh, which is how we want people here at Emmaus and what we tell them. Um, I, I like to tell people is you use your specific degree. Anywhere. As as the um, as an avenue to use your Bible degree. Because like you think of, oh, like I'm a missionary. That's the only way to be in missions. No, you're in missions whether you're in ministry or in your professional yes. area of work, like anywhere you go, you are yeah. in missions. Emmaus was founded for missionaries back in the 1940s. And we're still making missionaries today. Praise we're, Jesus. It's a mission school. Uh, and every student that we hand a diploma to, we want to carry on that mission. Whether it's in ministry mm-hmm. as a missionary overseas yeah. or in your professional degree, like being a missionary at the bank yeah. or 
and IT or whatever it may be. The name of our school is founded on, uh, honestly, a, a lot of the Great Commission of things concerning Jesus and us walking with him mm-hmm. and taking what we learned here while walking with him and continue to walk with him outside of Emmaus, where God has placed you, and if it's a secular environment, mission environment, wherever, to use that degree so that you can uh, teach other people about things concerning Jesus fulfilling the Great Commission. So uh, shout out to Josiah Miller. Uh, we love him. I love I him do. so much. I haven't seen him for a while. I just saw him before uh, us recording this, but he's an awesome guy. Um, but uh, So we're hoping to do that every week, just highlight a new member, uh, get to know them um, before and after. And for you guys to know uh, who we're talking about, who we're rooting for, who we are encouraging, and who's on the sidelines and playing. So with that said, we do have an Eagle Impact Performer of the Week. Yes, real quickly before we wrap up, our Eagle Impact Player of the Week is... Christian Anderson. These are my drums. So Christian, Boom. like you said, another two goals in yes. this game. Um, I mean, he keeps us in games. And honestly, you would look at the team this year for the soccer team, and you would uh, you you ask yourself, is Christian going to play at the before the season? You're going to say, you're going to ask, is Christian going to play as well as he did last year? Right? Yeah, he was a freshman last year. Of course, he's gonna uh, step up, but he he ended the season At hurt. Level. Yeah, yeah, he ended the season hurt, and already our top score goal scorer last year isn't playing. So maybe for some of you that might be like, oh well, of course Christian's gonna score more, but. The attention that went to already is now going to go to Christian because honestly they were both extreme threats for our team last year, mm-hmm. uh, going up against any team. And boy, has he answered that call! And he with has six goals in three games. So Christian, you are our Eagle Impact Player of the Week. So shout out to Christian, great job. Um, other than that, that's uh, pretty much all we got for you guys for this show. Um, another coffee bean drink. Do you got one? No, I'm probably going to coffee bean after this. You so, are. Okay. Yeah. I actually asked what their most, uh, popular drink is. And they said a shaken espresso, a shaken espresso. That's okay. what they think. It's a new drink that they've had for, I think over a year. It's the one. Yeah. It's on their, on the right side of their, uh, mm-hmm. chalkboard. Yeah. So there. a shaken espresso, a lot of people get cold foam and mix like flavorings in their cold foam. Um, mm. I don't know what any of these words mean, honestly. So, uh, but uh, I guess Ask if you're Rosie at the co- for an interpretation, yeah, maybe. Well, yeah. she doesn't even drink coffee. So, uh, with that said, though, uh, yeah, if you're in the coffee bean area and you like coffee, try the shaken espresso. Well, especially if you come for a night game, the coffee bean will yeah. be open. Or so ask someone working the desk area at the game if they could take you over to the coffee bean and get some coffee. Or. Discovery Mass Weekend, which is coming up October 5th through the 7th, which you guys should all come to, where it's going to be a fun time for you to uh, get here on campus, go to events, go to the classes, chapel, meet the students, have free food or ish free food. Uh, you know, <laughs> but I, even if it's not yeah. you that wants to come, tell it to your friends, tell exactly. your cousins, tell your younger siblings, tell your kids if you're a parent watching tell this. Your <laughs> tell your dog. <laughs> To Don't come for a great time to experience Emmaus and be a part of the Emmaus community. You came to do and you loved it. I did. I'm still here. Boom. So I came to do in March of 2014 and still here. So boom. praise the Lord. So, and so, I mean, even if it's just a weekend to get away, to be encouraged, come. It's a, it's a great time to, to get away, honestly. So, uh, but great show. Discovery Mays Weekend, sign up on our webpage. Keep in contact with our athletic uh, social medias on Instagram on X. X. X, is that what they call it? I, I don't guess. know anymore. It's X, formerly known as Twitter. Yeah. So uh, keep an eye out for all the upcoming games and love to see you there, especially mm-hmm. now that we're on the road 
especially this week in Kansas. So nuts. Yeah. So if, if you also if you're interested in coming to Emmaus, you got questions. Visit our website at emmaus.edu. If you text me, text Shane, boom. If call us. If you're an athlete, go to our uh, recruit me page on the athletic website. But uh, or if you know someone, guide them there. So. Other than that, great episode, Matt. I love talking to you. I can't wait to talk to you more. After this. After this. <laughs> it's not like office. I see you all the time. So, uh, But thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week.